as much as you want to be the best and put in eight plus hours a day into your craft, you also have to keep your health in mind in your journey to be the best. Hey, what's going on everyone? Welcome to another episode of This Week Today with Curious J, where we talk about gaming and streaming news. I am your host, Curious J. I do appreciate y'all being here. Before we get into this week's episode, I just want to give a big shout out to you guys for supporting me as much as you have. Episode 25, guys. I honestly didn't think I'd ever get to this point, but I really love making these videos. I hope you guys enjoy watching them. If you do, please like and subscribe to the channel. We're going to make, we're going to keep going, guys. We're going to make so many more of these. And uh, I honestly, I really look forward to it. It's, a, it's become kind of a passion of mine. But enough about that. Let's get into this week's episode, guys. Maybe it's just because I love the game so much, but I feel like I've been talking about Valorant a lot lately. I mean, I've brought it up a few times before it even released, before it even had an official title when it was still going by the name Project A. Maybe I'll just make the channel all about Valorant news? Nah, I won't do that. <laughs> But we're going to talk about it again since the game was released for everyone to play just five days ago. With the game now fully released and out of beta, Valorant came back from its five-day hiatus with a new agent and a new map. While the new agent, Reyna, does feel a little broken at the moment, the new map is actually pretty nice. As expected, rank mode isn't available yet, but we did get the addition of a new game mode called Spike Rush. Spike Rush is pretty much just a turbo version of the original game mode. The game ends when a team wins 4 rounds as opposed to 13, and you don't have access to the in-game shop. Instead, everyone is given the same random gun and you have power-ups scattered throughout the map, some of them giving you extra speed, some of them giving you a new gun to use, some of them giving you your ulti. It's just a bunch of different stuff thrown around the map, but it's actually pretty cool. It's honestly a breath of fresh air in my opinion because the matches typically don't last more than 10 minutes and it also forces you to use guns that you probably weren't using in the original game mode. You know everyone has their own set of favorite guns to use but this you just have to stick with whatever you get. The game devs have stated that ranked isn't that far away though so we'll be back to grinding those ranks pretty soon you don't have to worry about that but they also teased a new game mode. The rumor is that they will be adding a deathmatch type mode, but there is no set date for it. I can see how it would probably be difficult to manage considering every agent has its own set of abilities, but it would be nice to not have to worry about the spike for a change. I can't wait to see what Valorant does as the game continues to develop and grow, and I'd also love to hear y'all's thoughts on the game. If you ever want to get some games in, feel free to join the Discord, we'll, we'll get together, we'll play some games, and if you just want to watch some gameplay, it's mainly what I'm streaming on Twitch right now, so make sure to drop a follow on there guys, turn the notifications on, twitch.tv slash curiousj. In other news, if you're a fan of speedrunning through games, then I'm sure you've heard of Games Done Quick. Every year, GDQ produces two flagship speedrunning charity fundraisers. Awesome Games Done Quick and Summer Games Done Quick. Normally, both events are hosted in a hotel convention center, where speedrunners from across the world are invited to showcase their abilities to a live audience. 
the event goes on for 24 hours a day for an entire week. As the games go on, the audience will cheer them on, there's live commentary, and any donations that are received throughout the event are given to a specific charity. Well, this year is a little different. Summer Games Done Quick made the decision to take the event online due to the pandemic, with donations going to Doctors Without Borders. Although there won't be an audience backing them up in person, speedrunners will still be able to showcase their abilities from the comfort of their own home, with people watching them live on Twitch. Although the event has always been streamed on Twitch, so it's not limited to the people in the audience at the hotel, this specific event will be online only. Prior to this announcement, Summer Games Done Quick was delayed in order to adapt to conditions in which the coronavirus would potentially no longer pose a hazard to attendees. Originally, Summer Games Done Quick 2020 was scheduled to take place from June 21st to 28th in Bloomington, Minnesota. In March, its organizers decided to push the date back to August 16th to the 23rd, with its original destination intact. I know people will be bummed that they won't be able to be there in person, and I'm sure there will be concerns of how the event will run with the individual participants having to stream their gameplay from home, but GDQ made this decision with everyone's health in mind. Accompanying that announcement was the debut of Corona Relief Done Quick. In addition to its two flagship events, GDQ hosts smaller scale showcases, generally online, throughout the year. Corona Relief Done Quick, the first of its kind, for obvious reasons, was among these. From April 17th to 19th, donations made during the course of the event were went to direct relief in order to aid their coronavirus relief efforts around the world. If you've never heard of GDQ, I definitely recommend checking them out when they go live again on Twitch. It's fascinating to see, like the way people run through these games so fast. It's crazy. Sometimes in a matter of minutes. And I'm sure you'll be able to find, you know, one of your favorite games being speedrun on there. So go check it out. They will be live again soon. I don't know the exact date. I think they're sticking with the August um what was it? August 16th to the 23rd. I think they're sticking with that date and just doing it online only. But go drop a follow on Twitch, turn those notifications on for them, and, and check them out, guys. It's a lot of fun, and it's always for a good cause. And last but not least, guys, former LPL champion and world's finalist Uzi retired from professional League of Legends because of injuries and poor health. The 23-year-old has chosen to end his career in light of advice from medical professionals. Over the course of his career, Uzi accumulated pain in his arms shoulders and legs playing league for hours on end took a toll on his health preventing him from competing and forcing him to take regular breaks from the game during an interview with nike uzi said one time i went to the hospital for a checkup and the doctor said my arms are similar to that of a 40 to 50 year old i often feel like my legs have no strength the lower part of the body feels like it's not mine Due to chronic stress, obesity, irregular diet, staying up late, and other reasons, I have been diagnosed with type 2 diabetes during last year's checkup. Uzi first considering retiring in 2015 after complaining about shoulder pain during a team boot camp with the LPL's Oh My God. Despite his ongoing struggle with pain, he went on to dominate in his domestic league, winning multiple titles and performing well on the international stage. In January, 
Uzi won Person of the Year at Weibo's annual awards show with over 486 million votes, beating Chinese actors, celebrities, and musicians. Over his eight-year career, Uzi won three LPL splits, the Mid-Season Invitational, and Asian Games. In both seasons three and four, he placed second at Worlds, losing to Fakers, SKT, and Samsung White. Uzi's League of Legends career went on for about eight years, and in that time, he became widely respected among the pro players, even receiving a heartfelt message from pro player Faker. Uzi will be remembered as one of the greatest ADCs in league history. His aggressive playstyle revolutionized his role and inspired many. Although he will be missed in the League of Legends scene, I have a lot of respect for his decision to put his health before his career. As it was, you can tell it's getting really hard for him to put in as many hours as he was during his peak as a pro player. This should also serve as a message to anyone pursuing a career in professional esports. As much as you want to be the best and put in 8 plus hours a day into your craft, you also have to keep your health in mind in your journey to be the best. It's extremely important to eat healthy, exercise, and get some rest while you pursue your dreams, no matter what they may be. But that's going to be it for this week's episode, guys. I do appreciate you guys hanging out, whether you watch this on YouTube or whether you're listening on Spotify, Apple Music, Google Play, wherever it is that the podcast can be found. 25 episodes, guys. I can't believe it. That's so crazy to me. Can't wait to continue to do this, though. Um, We do put these episodes out every Sunday. So if you like what you saw, please like and subscribe. Turn those notifications on and catch the next episode and the one after that and the one after that. If you want to follow me on Twitch, twitch.tv slash CuriousJ right now. We're streaming Tuesday, Thursday, and Sunday. Uh, Tuesdays and Thursdays have been my Valorant days. And Sundays are RPG days right now. We're running through Dragon Quest Builders 2, which has been a lot of fun. Once that one finishes, we'll go on to the next one, right? But yeah, that's going to be it. Y'all take it easy. Stay curious. Peace.